Hi, and welcome to Joyful Projects. Hey, this is episode number 25. So I'm going to skip the introduction, okay? Just a quick reminder, if you need to know more about me, I'm Paul Armstrong, look at enablingjoy.com. Yep, we're starting to wrap up our journey on how to take Sunday's message into Monday's mission. Now, what, what did we cover? We covered how to be proactive in leading a project. And if you remember, I called it a movie, okay? And, and it's an epic movie. We transformed an idea into a reality, ideal, right? What we, what we have here is a way to mentally prepare for a project, to be able to lead it, to mentally prepare ourselves, okay? And to remember how to keep it personal, okay? Because leadership is personal. Let's just see if we can see how the various elements that we talked about through this whole journey you know, fed and reinforced each other, okay? Because we started with invite, we ended with let go, right? So initiating, what did we do? Well, well, we established psychological safety. And what was that for? Well, that was a cornerstone because then later we would need it to have good dialogue, good discovery, a good way to look at risks through explore, a good way to learn from it with encounter, Okay. And in indoctrinating, what do we do? Well, we set up the ability not only to achieve, but more importantly, to accomplish. Remember, achieve is sort of the deliverables. Accomplishment is the impact, the impression, the experience that we leave behind. And then when we got to the D phase, dialogue, discover, define, what did we do? Well, that's where we really built the critical blocks for what we call the rational four, right? Cost, quality, Schedule, scope, the relational three, the customer, stakeholders, the contractors. And then we established the tangible touch points and the processes that allowed us to really have a practical way of going about enabling joy, primarily keeping people connected to each other and to purpose and to understand how they were creating value to that purpose. And those E-steps, those E-steps, they were the transition, right, from planning to doing, okay, the E-steps. And what did they do? They built on what we did in initiate, indoctrinate, invite, right? It built on what we did in dialogue, discover, and define, okay? And then it it laid the groundwork for the A-steps, so E-transitions from the I and the D-steps to the A-steps, what were the A steps? Well, that's where we go do it, right? Act, achieve, accomplish. And also with L, right? Because that, that laid the groundwork so that we could understand how we were going to lift people up. We would we know where they were creating values. So we know how to lift them up and thank them or reward them or recognize them for that. And it also sets the way for us to understand this is what we thought we would do, this is what we did do, this is how it turned out to learn from it. Okay, to compare expectations with actuals, all right? And then that encounter step, boy, that was great because that's where we actually did intentional testing, right? To make sure that our plans and assumptions and prototypes, they wouldn't blindside anyone due to the team's tunnel vision. And what was cool was we end with those L steps, right? Lift up, learn, let go. And those are really exit strategies, and so while in some ways I made it sound like, okay, we'd only read the chapter when we got to that part, ideally it kind of flips through the whole book and you'd understand, boy, I better be ready for that lift up part when I get there. I better be ready for that learn part when I get there. 
that pulls it together. Now, we also have a toolbar in the Lead the Ideal Project, and I've mentioned some of these tools along the way. Let's just visit them. We talked about conversation. Conversation is really defined by me telling you what I think and me asking what you think, right? Those, uh, the buzzwords for those are advocacy and inquiry and how to conduct that well to be able to, to help you see what I'm thinking and help me to see what you're thinking. Well, that's where we are in, in advocacy and inquiry. So we have some guidelines on how do we do those fundamental steps well? In the learn step and also through ACT, we always want to make sure we are, are keeping an eye on continually getting better. So we talked about an after action review. I actually called that tool out specifically. When we looked at encounter and also when we do act and we do learn, we want to say, well, wonder why that happened. So we have a tool for causal analysis. Way up front when we were defining, this is, this is how we're going to go about that. I didn't talk about SMART goals. We, that's a pretty common term, SMART goals. We talked about clear goals because a project is a dynamic, changing environment. And clear goals allow us to do that. C-L-E-A-R. So you might want to look that one back up again. When we were pulling the team together on invite, indoctrinate, and then even in define, we, in setting that plan, we said, okay, well, how often do we need to talk? So we have a, a drum beat that goes with our project and have a sample drumbeat agenda template in there. In ACT, we talked about, hey, got to make sure that we're working on the important stuff, not just the urgent stuff. We don't want the important to be held hostage by the urgent. We, we reference something called an Eisenhower box. Some people call it a Covey matrix. When we're talking about inviting people to the team and understanding also the relational three, it's good to see how we're all tied together. It's, it's actually people. And some people get along with others better than others, right? And, and so we had a, a tool in here called influence mapping. In the part where we needed to learn, I said, well, maybe up front when we do indoctrinate, we automatically want to start journaling, either, either our own personal diary as a leader. So we can have at the end a way to go back and see what we were thinking all the way along or embedding a journalist in there. So we talked about journaling. Talked about not just meeting the requirements, actually delighting the customer. We have a couple cool tools on that for the Kano model and, and mapping to the Kano model. In ACT, talked about how, uh, you know, sometimes it just looks impossible. And, and people are like, oh, man, am I really responsible for this? Am I accountable for this? And they get a little scared. We talked about performing under pressure. A little way to remind ourselves how to tap the better part of our brain to prevent an amygdala hijack to actually help us reinforce being able to go back to our training instead of being like a deer in the headlights. We have a tool called performing under pressure. When we are looking for a better way to do something, so we're having that meeting, we come up with a bunch of ideas like, hey, which one is these going to, how do we, how do we select the, the best idea? We have something called a pick chart, P-I-C-K, allows us to compare bang for the buck. Talk about a learning process, plan, do, study, act. Weaved all the way through here. So we naturally have a tool that allows us to see how to do that explicitly. Up in the define step, we want to make sure we all know who's doing what. And we have a tool for that. It's called a RACI, R-A-C-I, for responsible, accountable, consulted, and informed, and how to identify the roles for each pe person. We also have a tool in there called the retrospective. We talked about that in the learn process where... 
at key points in the project, we schedule a time to sit back and say, "Mm, how did this go? What did we learn? What do we need to change? In the the define and in the counterpart, we we talked about risk and opportunity management. We have tools for that, Uh, sometimes called a risk matrix or a risk cube. I think I have a better way of doing that. It's not as hardwired. It's a little more flexible. So we have a tool for that. And up in the beginning, when we talked about invite and indoctrinate uh, people onto the team and doing team building, I have a cool tool called Speed Team Building. That's a hoot. A lot of fun doing that. So a lot of tools in the tool bag there in the ideal project. So you thought, well, this is just, you know, kind of like some stuff that I got to remember it. No, they all come with ways to do it. If you don't have lead the ideal project, the toolbox alone is is probably worth the cost of having, you know, picking it up on a Kindle or a, or a paperback version. As I said before, you can get it on Amazon. That's a, that's a bound version. Or you can get it on lulu.com, which is a spiral bound version, which is a little easier if you plan on using it as a workbook. Because all through lead the ideal project, I have reflective questions that you can help find where you stand on these and, and how you plan to do them, okay? So it's really made to be your sort of semi-assisted journal for the project. So there we have it. And by, by actually, you know, going back and think about when, when they were asking Jesus, well, how do I pull this off? How do I pull this off? And, and the folks wanted the easy list, right? And so one of the, so in, in Mark 12, verse 28 to 34, See, one of the scribes came to Jesus and asked him, which is the first of all the commandments? And he went to, okay, what do I need to do first? Jesus replied, the first is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. The second is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. The scribe said to him, well said, teacher, you are right in saying he is the one and there is no other than he. And to love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is worth more than all burnt sacrifices and offerings. And when Jesus saw that he answered with understanding, he said to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. And no one dared to ask him any more questions. Wow, really powerful part there. I think it's really cool when you talk about with all your strength. And I have made reference that Mother Teresa said that joy is strength. So isn't that cool when you pull that together? Joy is strength. So if you're loving God with all your strength, wow. (laughs) That feeds on itself, doesn't it? That's joyful in itself to love God with all your strength. And then when you love God with all your strength, what do you get? More strength, more joy. Wow, it's like money in the bank, isn't it? Now, what's neat about Jesus' answer is that Jesus' answer is he he's actually repeating back to these Hebrews what they say daily, the, the Shema, the Shema. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words which I command you this day shall be upon your heart, and you shall teach them diligently to your children shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. 
And we know that that was, that's, you know, sort of the basic Jewish creed. It's taken from Deuteronomy 6. So it's interesting that Jesus says back to them something they are saying every day. Important lesson there, isn't it? That we who are followers of Christ, Christians, believers, that we are that first and we take that gift that we received and we share it, we play it out as we lead a project and we get some important lessons on the way. What do we want our project team saying every day before they go in there? And what are they hearing us say every day? It's pretty cool. We're going to do one more podcast. On that one, we're just going to do a final wrap. And I just want to compare with with some thoughts as we wrap up. Again, I have truly enjoyed sharing these thoughts with you. I hope that they have been very helpful and that they have allowed you to take what you believe, what is most important in your life, your relationship with God, and bring it to bear in your work of leading a team to transform an idea into a reality by enabling joy and engaging in excellence. This has been awesome. Looking forward to the next time, which will be the last time. You take care.